Okay, Justin. Um, so you're a uh, you're assessing a seventy-two a seventy-two-year-old lady that has been sent to ED from ambulatory care. She gives a history of worsening breathlessness and increasing leg swelling over the last four days. She's only able to walk a few steps before she can be very short of breath, and she denies any chest pain. Currently, her respiratory rate is 24, and she's saturating 92% on room air. Heart rate is 97, and blood pressure is 156 over 91, and she's afebrile. Her ECG shows sinus rhythm with a PR interval of 190 milliseconds, a QRS of 116, with anterior Q waves and no ST segment changes. Given this patient, um, given this patient's symptoms uh, and obs, what are the differentials that are going through your head? Um, so this lady has a history of shortness of breath and some leg swelling, um, and she uh, has a bit of hypoxia as well. I think the first thing that I'm thinking about is um, whether or not this patient has got um, heart failure. That would be my differential. And is there any other, any other differential that you might wish to consider? Um, uh, it it could be COPD as well, I, I suppose. Um, I, um, okay. Yeah. okay. So how would you um, assess and uh, manage this patient? So I would want to do uh, an A to E assessment of the patient. Uh, I would first want to approach the patient and check their airway to see if they're talking to me. And if they are, then I'll be moving on to B. Uh, I would want to uh, have a listen into their chest to see whether or not they've got any crackles um, and uh, see if I can do some uh, percussion and uh, percussion of the chest as well to check for dullness. And I'll inspect the chest to make sure it, it, the chest wall rises and falls uh, symmetrically. Um, and I'd want to get a pulse um, oximeter reading as well whilst I'm doing this. Um, moving on to C, uh, I would want to get a blood pressure reading for this patient as well as a heart rate. Um, I would want to listen into their chest to make sure they've not got any murmurs. Uh, and I would want an ECG as well for this patient. Um, moving on to D, uh, I want to get a blood glucose for this patient. And moving on to E, um, I would want to assess their abdomen to make sure it's soft and non-tender. Uh, and I would want to check their calves for any signs of DVT. Okay. And in terms of managing this patient, what might you consider? Uh, in terms of management, uh, so I think from sounds like from the stem, you know, it sounds like she's maybe got a bit of heart failure. So I want to give them some IV diuretics okay. um, and make a referral to to the heart failure service. Okay. Um. Are there any investigations? Uh, you, you talked through a few of them. So what investigations, can you summarise the investigations you might need for this patient? Uh, 
So we want to, we'd want bloods definitely. Um, so it'd want a full blood count, uh, user knees, um, LFTs, um, and maybe a CRP as well. Um, if she's got leg, if she's got calf pain, I would want a D dimer for her. Um, and I'd want a chest x-ray for her as well to see if she's got any signs of infection or cardiomegaly. Uh, and an ECG to check for any signs of uh, of a heart attack. Okay. Um, and any other investigations you might wish to consider? Uh, uh, oh, uh, may maybe an echo as well for, for this patient, yeah. Okay. Um, so here's one of your investigations come back. So here's a, a chest x-ray uh, done in this patient. Can you talk through what the chest x-ray shows? Um, yep, uh, definitely. So uh, so I think there's a lot of um, haziness at the bases. Um, so I think uh, it could be potentially it could potentially be infective or it could potentially be fluid as well. So um, I think, you know, it might be heart failure. Okay. Um, okay. So, so given the, um, given the x-ray and your current provisional uh, differential diagnosis, what, uh, so you mentioned um, IV diuresis, how else would you continue to manage this patient uh, on the warden, how would you assess a beneficial response? Um, so in terms of how I would manage her on the wards, uh, I would want to start her on an ACE inhibitor uh, okay. and a beta blocker as well. Okay. Um, and maybe think, think about, a, maybe think about spironolactone as well. Um, I'd want to continue the diuresis uh, and maybe think about changing that from IV to oral. Um, yeah, and, re and referring her to the heart failure service. Okay. Um, so the patient is is found, uh, okay, just come back and she's found to have a uh, reduced ejection fraction. Um, so you've talked through some of the medications um, that they, that you might want to start uh, on this patient. How would you can, is there any other medications you might consider as a patient approaches discharge and after discharge? And how would you manage this? Um, so I mentioned, I think, spironolactone as well. Um, uh, I know if they're in AF, sometimes you can give some digoxin if they're tachycardic. Um, and yeah, I would continue definitely with, with the diuretics as well. Um, making sure that she's followed up in the community and that the GP repeats her bloods for the ACE inhibitor. Okay, very good. Now, I'm going to take you back to when you first assess this patient. So, so you've got that chest x-ray of the lady uh, with pulmonary edema and she's fluid overloaded. Um, you meet your SHO colleague who's going to be on overnight. Could you uh, hand over um, this patient to him? Yep, certainly. Uh so this is a 72-year-old lady who has been admitted with a um, decompensation of her heart failure. Uh, she has a history of shortness of breath uh, and leg swelling. 
Um, and on my assessment, she was found to be um, hypoxic and her chest X-ray showed um, haziness on both lungs, consistent with potentially fluid overload. Um, I've started her on some IV diuretics and have referred her to the heart failure service. Um, and I think this uh, patient should be checked overnight to ensure that they are responding to the diuretics. Okay, thanks very much. Thank you.